back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn, and here we are. Dude! You always think that's Here that we time. are. Here we are. This is like, what are you, Carl Sagan? Like, and here we are. I don't even know who the that is. The pale blue dot. It's the guy who used to host Cosmos in the 70s. Mm, nothing. This is a science show. He's I like, was like four. He's like, you 70s. see the pale blue dot? We're in space. We're a little dot. We don't matter. I wear a little yellow sweater. Oh, I don't know. Who I he talk is. about space. I'm a space guy. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. All right. Do you have anything you want to say before? We no, bye. Jump, before we jump into this, oh. before we unpack this, it's a good movie. Hey, if you've never listened to the podcast for Kid Testing Mother Proof, is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or themes given us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. Are you holstering those? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was being silly. Yes, we are ready. It's so our theme was yeah movies that should have in our opinion yes should have gotten a sequel yes and I gave you you gave me mystery men and you gave me when you walk on by and you call my name I say la na 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 that was pretty good that's how I just like him you're a little low but that's okay na 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 too low anyway. You gave me Breakfast Club. Yeah. So who do you want? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, look, we know that we're just going to gush and gush and gush about mine. Okay, we are. You're going to dunk on yours. I'm not a fan. And I said that when the last time and I was like, I hate this movie. I hate this movie. I have put this movie off for weeks. Yeah. It's because it's been a few weeks since yeah, we recorded. Yeah, we don't need to mention that. Just no, keep I'm, going. Anyway, I'm just saying. So I pushed it off. Yeah. I finished it this morning because I really don't like it that much. Whatever you want to do. I'll go. Yeah. No, so, I thought that's what we were doing. That's oh, why you were talking about the okay. movie. So I have Breakfast Club. Yes. John Hughes. Um, yes. 1985. And this is the quintessential 80s teen movie in my opinion. But it's the suckiest. No, but it's like when you think 80s teen comedy, this is what you're thinking of. You would call this a comedy? I'd say it's a comedy, yeah. Uh, no. You don't think this movie's funny? Not that well. Okay, let me see. I think there was I when we talked about earlier. I think there was one time that I laughed out loud. Oh yes, but I. What would you call this movie? A drama? More drama than comedy. It's not dramatic though. I mean, it's there got... are some scenes you could call it a dramedy. Yeah, sure. You know, but mm-hmm. um, so I'm not a fan. I'll just say that. I know I love John Hughes's films. My favorites are Pretty in Pink, Some Kind of Wonderful, mm-hmm. and I think Better Home off... Alone too. Eh. Better off dead. That's not him. I can Are tell you, you right. Sure? I'm positive that's not him. Oh well, I love that one. It's weird. Have you ever seen that one? Yes, it's I've quirky. seen that one. Yes, it's quirky. Okay, so not that one. Um, Home Alone. Is he yeah. in Home Alone? Yeah. Baby's Day Out. I've never seen that one. You never seen Baby's Day Out? No. It's pretty good. Oh, okay. It's but... got Joe Joey Pag Pan. Uh, blah 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 blah. But and the other one, it's got the two Joes in it. Oh, okay. Well, Joe blah, to... blah 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 blah, and then Joe blah 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 blah. Okay. It's got both of them in it. Oh, well, I'm, okay, maybe I'll see it, but I probably won't. Okay, so... It's on Disney Plus if you want to watch Baby's Day Out. Okay, I don't think that I do. So, um... <laughs> thank you, though. I had this... I had this... I watched Baby's Day Out recently, and I had this thing, this, like, Mandela effect. Uh-huh. Is there not, like, a monkey in a truck? <laughs> Baby's Day Out? Yeah, they get, like, a, there's, like, a monkey in a truck, and I'm... the monkey helps the baby in the truck. I've never seen the movie. I watched it all the time as a kid. Baby, oh, stay out. I never did. I'm like, well, you here, put it you. on and leave the room. 
had stuff to do. Yeah, here you go. Hey, I gotta go to work. I'm gonna put baby's day out on loop while you just melt your brain. Anyway, so okay. Breakfast Club stars Emilio Estevez. Yes. Ali Sheedy. Yes. Judd Nelson. Yes. And Molly Ringwald. And Anthony Michael Hall. Yes. I almost forgot him. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's and then the guy who plays the principal and the guy who plays the janitor. And then like I think the only parent no, we see Anthony Michaels Hall's parent mom mom and little sister. Uh Uh-huh. We see Emilio Estevez's dad. Uh Uh-huh. That's it? Let's see, because Judd Nelson comes by himself. Yes. Is it Judd Nelson? Is that his name? Yeah, that's his name, Judd Nelson. Okay. Ali Sheedy. Gets dropped off by a person we don't see. We don't see because she goes to talk to them and they drive away. Yes. And then. Molly Ringwald. Dad. Dad. We see the dad. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But they're such bit parts that they could have just been people off the street. Like, they did not matter. No, not at all. So, basically, they're all in detention. Yes. On a Saturday. Yes. All day. Mm-hmm. They have to sit in the library and do nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, you've got, you know, the hooligan. Can yeah. I say that? Yeah, yeah. It it's they're all the they're all the eighties stereotypes. Yes, the jock, the nerd, and the princess. Mm-hmm. And what were they calling Ali Sheedy? The, the weirdo. Lono? The weirdo. <laughs> weirdo. But um I really just don't like this movie. I <laughs> so let's just talk about I mean, if you haven't seen this movie and you enjoy these, yeah. Try it. I'm gonna say skip it. That's I'm telling you right now that of all the eighties teen films. This one is not, to me, it's not worth it's it. It's quintessential. Real, do you really think that? I think that any teen movie, that any teen anything about high school, a group of, of a group of mismatched high schoolers or a group of high schoolers that, you know, are trying to figure it out, this is inspiration for them. 100%. I would go as far as saying that, that Spider-Man Homecoming okay. is inspired by this movie. Okay, I would say that. I still think it's terrible. Um, but I, but you see what I mean I, by that? I can that. see it's, that it's, how it's it was the beginning and then others followed. Yeah, I just didn't like it. That's fair. Um, so yeah, I just I did find it funny. It's just basically these four kids, and then of course Judd Nelson. Five, five. Oh, I'm sorry. I always think there's just four, five, and Judd Nelson is really messed up. Yeah, and he doesn't care, and you could tell that his family life is horrible, and so. He's kind of sneaks them around. They all start smoking pot. Okay, that's another <laughs> thing. I didn't like that. Boo. Narc. That's rude. Fun okay. police. <laughs> you're the you're the principal. That's you. No, because he's not nice. But he should have gotten out of teaching many years ago. And even the janitor kind of says to him, I don't think it's them. I think it's you. Yeah. You know, so, which is true. When it stops being fun and you stop enjoying it it's time to retire yeah. i've always told my very best friend when you can see i'm done and i don't see i'm done teaching tell, tell me, me i'm done and just let me know and i'll be like okay yeah but um right now it's not today so anyway so uh, they act in silly they're having these moments um they, ben, first they hate each other they, they all, all hate each other and i think this is my problem with the movie mm-hmm. they all hate each other Except for Anthony Michael Hall. He's trying so hard to fit in, and he is the nerd. He can't fit in. And then Ali Sheedy doesn't even speak for the first, what, would you say half of the film? She squeaks, Mm -hmm. literally squeaks. And she wears a big parka. 
and flops her head down I on it. I kind of like her sweater, though. Like her big, because it's like a parka, but it, it's kind of, it looks cozy. I mean, I liked it. And she has lots and lots of eye makeup on. And it looks yeah. like she hasn't brushed her hair in days. Yes. And so, and and then Judd Nelson's character is very rude and very unkind to Molly Ringwald's character. Yeah, he's kind but of she gross. Is kind of, yes. But she is kind of prissy. Is that the right she's, word? She's and conceited. Very conceit. And they do call her on that. Well, Anthony Michael Hall calls her yeah, on Yeah, he it. says, you're conceited. And she's like, eh. But she is conceited. Um, and they all kind of have their moments where they tell their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out kind of why all of them are there. Yeah. Which I think is a cool way to do that. But what I mean by that is to just put characters somewhere it, and take it out of Breakfast Club, right? Okay. If you are watching a movie and it just dives you into the situation right. and you are learning about the situation as it's happening, I think that's more interesting than the build up to the situation. Right. I didn't need this movie to start with the week before seeing them all get detention and then being there. No, I, I agree. <laughs> this was It starts at a good place. They're all unkind to each other. That they all have their moments of why they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, Judd Nelson is just rude and disrespectful and vandalistic. Is that a right word? Whatever. Yeah. You know, and that's he why he's there. He doesn't care, yeah. He doesn't care. And then he starts mouthing off to the principal and he keeps adding and he, he doesn't care. care. He's like, I have nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do? Make me go home? He doesn't want to be at home, obviously. Yeah. It's very um, abusive and It sucks. Yeah, it's awful. a bad place for him to be. Yes. Um, and... Basically, I don't remember why Molly Ringwald got there. She did something, but I don't know why. I uh, can't remember that they ever yeah, said it. I, they do, but I don't remember why. So, and basically, you know, she, she just, her problem was she's being ignored at home. Yeah, totally. You know, the, the mom and dad are fighting all the time and they don't really have time for her. Exactly. Um, The athlete, Emilio Estevez, is, he wanted to, because his dad used to brag about all the things he did in high school. So, yeah. Emilio Estevez is trying so hard to get his father's permission. I mean, his approval. approval, Sorry, my brain is tired. Approval. So he tapes a guy's butt cheeks together. Which is really funny. It is funny. But you know what really brought it down? I mean, it was funny, haha, at first. But then when Anthony Michaels Hall, Anthony Michael Hall says, you did that to so-and-so, he knew this kid. And then, then it really brought it, you know, and Emilio Estevez is like, how humiliating for him. And I shouldn't have done that. And that was kind of, and he was crying and everything. And then she got detention because she skipped school so much so she could go shopping. Oh, yeah. So I she, just Googled it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ali Sheedy said she was in detention because she had nowhere else to be. Yeah. She had nothing I don't else to do. know if she was supposed to be there. Yeah. And that's funny that the principal didn't even like take role or anything. No, he just kind of was like, yeah, you're you're good, you're I guess. Girl in, the, girl in the back in the park who, does, who just squeaks. Yeah. Um, And then. So then Anthony Michael Hall's character is just talking about the pressure, which I can understand. He has a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure to be perfect and do well. And they all kind of harp on him for just having a normal, perfect life. And he's like, do you understand the pressure I'm going through? And then he's like, I took shop because I wanted to, I thought this would be easy. And then Bender starts giving him a hard time. And it's, what do you, what? I take shop. It's, you know, whatever and stuff. And back and forth, we come to find out the reason why Michael Anthony Hall mm-hmm. Anthony is, Michael Hall. Anthony, I know. I'm like, wait, when I said that, it didn't seem right. Anthony Michael Hall is in detention is because he brought a gun to school. Which, okay, pause. Right. You and, I, you and I both watching this independently, 
we were talking about this before we recorded, both kind of had the same reaction of like, whoa. I didn't remember that part. And like, so I was like, okay. And even all the other characters, it just changes. And and it really changes the dynamic of the scene. Yes. But I also think it changes the dynamic of the scene now. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I Absolutely. think it really changes. Like, I think that people watching this in the 80s are like, whoa. Because... Hit the implication is not that he's going to go on a spree. No. Which sucks that I even have to say that. Right. It's he's going to kill himself at school, but he doesn't want to do it at home. Yes. Which is very sad and very awful. Yes. But it's just like when you hear, he's like, I got in trouble because I brought a gun. And you're just like, whoa. Yeah. And they all, big guys. And then he said, and it went off. Yeah. And then they all looked again and he said, it was a flare gun. Right. Mm-hmm. Flare gun. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's failing shop. Did, yes, I don't know if you mentioned that that's the kicker. Completely failing shop. And then and when the gun went off, the elephant that he was supposed to be making broke. Mm-hmm. So he says the flare. it was a flare gun. And it was very quiet. But then it's an Ali Sheedy. just can't help it. She starts laughing. And then all of them start laughing. Even him. Yeah. You know, and that kind of broke the moment. But he's the, like, it's not funny. It's not funny. And they're but all kind of totally laughing. They're all, again, he's laughing too. But then... This is where I have a problem. Okay. Because so now they're all best friends. <sighs> but Anthony Michael Hall says something here that's so yeah. rough. And she's like, and yeah. Cause so freaking rough. He does say that, it, you know, we would never. He basically says if any of them came up to him, he would talk to them. And and then mm-hmm. um, Molly Ringwald says something like. Something like well, we're not embarrassing or something awful, and he starts to yeah. cry. Yeah, because she, she, he's like, they kind of really. He goes, so what happens on Monday? Yes, do we talk to each other? And she's like, and they're all kind of quiet. And she tries to call out Emilio Estevez. It was like, if he comes up to you, you're going to do this and, and make fun of him behind his back because you're more cared about your image, and like you're going to do the same thing. She's like, yeah. And then he goes, well, I wouldn't do that to you guys. And she goes, that's because you're not trying to impress anybody. Yeah. And he's like, you're conceited. Right. And I think Ali Sheedy even calls her a bad word. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why? I'm just honest. Which, yeah, <sighs> I think that was the problem. It was such a different sort of character to me for her. She always was like the little goody. I don't know. I just didn't like her character from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I did want to smack her a couple times because this not life, little girl. You know, I didn't. I just didn't like her. Yeah. But then here's where I really went. I am done. Okay. And all of a sudden, she grabs Ali Sheedy and says, come on. And she does a makeover on her. Now, all of a sudden, first of all, where did the little camisole top come from? She didn't have it on with the parka. And, or, you know, she's got her hair all fixed and she's got a little bow because it's 1985. Yeah. And her makeup is perfect. And now all of a sudden, where before she kept saying stuff and Emilio Estevez is just looking at her like she's a nut. <laughs> now all of a sudden she's gorgeous. Yes. Now we Stupid. talked about, we talked about this on the way here. Okay. You don't like this. You don't like this because this was you in high school. You were the weirdo. You were the one who would sit in the back and be weird and like. I don't think that I was. Yep. And like do weird noises and no, wear, wear dark eyeliner and be like, I'm listening to Adamant. And like, and like doing the hair. That, that's you. That was you. 
I wasn't That was you me. in high school. That wasn't me. If you had to say you were one of these five kids in high school, which one were you? I wasn't any of those kids. But the closest, which one would you? I'd be right in between Ali Sheedy and Molly Ringwald. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, right in between. You'd probably be like, I'd say you're probably in between Molly Ring. Nope, you, Ali Sheedy and Anthony Michael Hall. Probably. <laughs> like a nerd. I was like nerdy, in the middle. Weirdo. But anyway, no, I was probably a nerd. But um, so anyway, and then all of a sudden... You know, now Molly Ringwald finds Judd Nelson, who was rude and <laughs> issued to her, her and yeah. said horrible, horrible things to her. Now all of a sudden she's smooching on him. Yeah. And and then oh. it, you know what? And this is going to sound like such a strange comparison, but okay. it's very Han Solo, Princess Leia. Yes. Very like, uh, you know, you're you're. Uh, you're a dingy blah, blah blah you like me because i'm dingy you know what i mean like the very yeah. like i just and then okay i just so like i said all of a sudden mm -hmm. now to Al, emilio estevez where he was looking at molly ringwald for a long time now all of a sudden ali sheedy is gorgeous which okay she could be she could have been attractive before she doesn't need the makeover to look good right but that's fake 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 and yeah. i'm saying he's fake because yeah she was she wasn't attractive before but now all of a sudden yeah she pulled her hair back put a big bow on and now she's gorgeous and he can't stop staring at her yeah please and then <laughs> and then they're all smooching in front of their parents i'm sorry ruben but if you were in high school yeah you were in detention all day <laughs> you walk up to get in the car because I have picked you up and you're smooching on some girl, you know I'd be honking at you. Get the dang car. No, I'd just be like, hello. Honk, 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 honk. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, that's why I don't like this movie because life is not like that. I know that movies mm -hmm. are not life, but I just did not like this film. I, I could see it have gotten a sequel, but I don't know how they would have done it. Sure. You know, um, because that was just that little thing in time. And then then they're on to their own things. But um, I say skip this movie. It's not I'm not a big fan of it. But I know I'm sorry. I know people are, may, might be now mad at me that I didn't like it, but I didn't. So here here is why like a sequel. OK, because okay. why a sequel would have been great to this movie, because what okay. in your eyes, if they say Breakfast Club 2, what do you think it would have been? I don't, would it have been the same people or would it have been a different group? Okay, so that's an interesting thought. So you you think, okay, and and you're thinking what, the next week? What are you thinking? Could even be a few years later that maybe it's, okay, if I'm the, the screenwriter and it's yeah. Breakfast Club 2, mm -hmm. this is the last year of the Krabby Principal. Okay. And this is his last attention. Sure. That's interesting. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. And so there's four kids. Four new ones or whatever. They shouldn't. Five, sorry. Five new ones. They shouldn't be the same. Yes. They should be totally different scenarios, but so, close. So John Hughes had the idea. Oh, okay. Of, for a sequel. He wanted I to do a sequel. That. Yeah, he wanted to do a sequel. This was like the one where he was like, I want to do another one. And up until his death, he had talked to the five cast members and was like, here's my pitch for a second one. Okay. And they were all on board and it just never got off the ground. It was not going to be the next week, obviously, especially if it's up to his death in 2000-whatever. Right. It was not going to be. We're still back in high school. What they kind of wanted to do was it was a catch-in with them every 10, 15 years. Oh, the okay. same five. Oh, okay. That would have so been interesting. what are they like as middle-aged middle parents now? Right. Are they 
and the whole kicker was they almost all would have been completely different people. Absolutely. Like it's still them, but like maybe Bender is like the monotonous, like he, he's become a slave to the machine that he used to rebel against. Right. And maybe like, maybe Anthony Michael Hall is now the wild, like maybe he left a, like maybe he's a scumbag. Right. Like it's the whole like, so, and, and they would have, they wanted to do a few, like two or three. Right. Of continuously oh, yeah. checking in and you, of course they don't end up together. Right, of course not. But it would have been them. There was the idea of them in all these different situations of like them. Now they're at college. Love that. That would have been different really colleges. Emilio or... Estevez is a hockey coach. Dude, that's um, funny. Like Mighty Ducks. Yeah, thank you. But so it, that was the idea of I like, it. okay, so then at the reunion and then this and then you know all these different places where the five of them could reunite essentially. I like that. As and did they stay friends? Did they not stay friends? What what happened? Which would be would have been interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I would have liked that. That would have been yeah, really good. Because to go from you know, I I mean, you obviously could have done would have done. What would you even called it? You know what I mean? Like I three and breakfast, lunch, dinner. Uh, but like Breakfast Club two. You know what I mean? You would even call it anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think a sequel. If you if you were to do it now. Of course, it's all of them at the the principal died. Right. It's all of them now going to the principal's funeral. Right. And then it takes place like at the funerals at the school. All five of them find their way into the library again. Love that. And that's just kind of where they're all. Maybe Ali Sheedy brought her kids like to just be like, this is where I went to high school. Maybe her kids are just like she was maybe her kids are nothing like you know what i mean like right it's, that would have been interesting yeah yeah because I like that. everybody's different so it would have been interesting to see right. okay where can we you know like because i think that his other movies are a little bit more not fantastical but they kind of have this element of like more con- like think planes trains and automobiles it's a little like outlandish mm-hmm. even like ferris bueller Mm-hmm. He's singing and dancing on a float and there's all that, you know what I mean? And it's fun, but it's a little bit less realistic. I think this is probably the most realistic. And I think that's probably why I didn't like it. Yes, because it's not a home alone where somebody's head's on fire and they're running around. and then Or 16 Candles yeah, or Pretty where in it's, Pink. This or is like, this right. is pretty realistic. And I yes. think despite the whole, oh, Ali Sheedy, I was mad at that too. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, the makeover? Yeah, I was like, now? Now he's in. No, she's a weirdo and been off-putting to him the whole time. Right, and making faces. Like, What's at him. your poison? She's like vodka, straight vodka, and he like doesn't know how to react to it. It doesn't look like he's developing a crush on her. No, he should. It should look like he's developing a crush on her the whole movie. Right, and it's not, and not and, until she comes out pretty, and that's when I'm like, yeah. you are a hypocrite. Yeah, totally. Uh, who's your favorite character in this movie? Bender. Really? Uh huh. He's cool. I do like him. He's a scumbag. Him, but I do like but him. But he's cool. Um, who's your least favorite character? Molly Ringwald. Interesting. Because I want to slap her. My least favorite character is the principal. So. Oh, yeah. There you go. Wait, you want to slap Molly Ringwald? Because that's not reality, chickadee. You little wiener. Yeah. You're going to be very surprised. <laughs> so they did a um, live reading. Those live readings that I like. Uh-huh. This was the first one they ever did. Okay. Okay. And it was in 2011. And would you like me to... I'm going to read you Wait, the cast. Wait, 2011? 
Yes, of a live read of this movie. Oh, okay. Because I was like, wait, no, so, the movie came. Got it. So Jason Reitman got a Who group. Is... Ivan Reitman's son. Thank you. Got a group of people uh, to read this script. Okay. okay? And I'm going to read you who... 2011, okay. Who read the character, and you tell me yes or no. Okay. Jennifer Garner. Wait, I'm going to read you the actor, okay. and I want you to tell me who you think they played. Okay. Obviously, we're going to run out of characters. Okay. Jennifer Garner. Ali Sheedy. No. Molly Ringwald's character? Jennifer Garner, alias? Yeah, of course. Huh. We mean Hall. That's totally perfect. Huh. James Vanderbeek. Bender. No. Anthony Michael Hall. No. Oh, duh. <laughs> Emilio Estevez. Mindy Kaling from The Office. I keep going out on these. Um, I'm going to say Molly Ringwald's character. How could she be Molly Ringwald's character if Jennifer Garner's Molly Ringwald's oh, character? Oh, we're all doing it at the same time. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so it would have to be Ali Sheedy's character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'd flip it. Patton Oswalt played Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, of course. I would have got that one. That's the only one I would have got. Aaron Paul, okay, from uh, Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. You're familiar? Yes. Bender. Uh, no, 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 I like yeah, him as Bender. That's okay. Michael Chiklis as the Mr. Vernon, the principal. Oh, yes. That's J.K. What... Simmons as Carl the janitor. Oh, that's fun. Like, those two is really good. That's... But what I like about that cast is it's very different. Yes. Like, it works. Um, yeah, I mean, you know that if they remade it today, it would just, just take the cast of the Spider-Man movie. There you go. <laughs> like, that's it. Yep. Tom Holland is any of them except for Bender. <laughs> like, right. He's... He's either Anthony Michael Hall or Emilio Estevez. He could be either of those two. Right. Uh, Zendaya could be. I mean, she literally is just playing Ali Sheedy in the first Spider-Man. Yes. She's just being Ali Sheedy. Like it's right. it's the same thing. Um, but she could also be Claire. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's other teenagers in that movie, but like. Right. Well, good enough. Anything else you want to talk about this movie that I don't like very much? You love it. No, I don't. It's your glad favorite. I, no, it's not. I'm glad I don't have to watch it anymore. Ever in your life. Well, maybe not ever, but there was some of it I did like, but not most of it. Okay. okay. Let's talk about your movie. My movie was Mystery Men. Woo woo. Okay, Mystery Men. I might even have to pull up the cast list because this cast is... I think you and I can do this. You think we can do it? Uh-huh. Okay. Who's in it? Pee Wee Herman. Nope. Yes. Mm -mm. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. Thank you. Uh, Hank. Hank Az Azaria. Azaria. Uh, okay, maybe you need to pull up the gas. I got it. So I've got Hank Azaria, William H. Macy. Yes. Ben Stiller. Yes. Jeffrey Rush. Yes. Janine Garofalo. Yes. Kel Mitchell. Paul Rubens. Greg Kinnear. Uh, Eddie Izzard, who I did not expect to be in this film. And I was like, what? Eddie Izzard? What are you doing here? What was he? He's the um the guy, the the you know the disco the disco guys. Oh, that one. It's Eddie Izzard and then someone actually from the Fugees. Uh, oh. Tom Waits as Doc Heller. I totally expected Tom Waits to be evil. Yeah, and I love that Tom Waits is just like their Lucius Fox. Yes. Or uh, Artie Lang is in it for a second. Did you catch Artie Lang? I don't. Artie so, Lang could jump in front of me and say I'm Artie Lang and I wouldn't know who he was. Fair enough. Artie Lang is um. In the Red Eyes gang, when he goes, we're the Red Eyes. And yeah. you think, that's Artie Lang. Okay. Um, 
you have the Goody Mob, which is a rap group with CeeLo Green's rap group playing okay. the Not So Goody Mob, which is a very clever joke. I recognized him right away. Um, Corbin Blue from High School Musical. Yes. He's one of the little kids. He's one of William H. Macy's kids. Oh, my goodness. Um, Dane Cook, Doug Jones, Dana Gould, uh, Mark Mothersbaugh, the lead singer of Devo, is the band leader at the beginning of the film. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's just like boom, 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 and boom, And when did boom. this movie come out? Uh, 1999, I believe. Um, okay. Let me see if, if I get that right. Yeah, 1999. You want to talk about underrated oh. and just not not given enough credit because this script, this cast is, is wild. Yes. Just absolutely wild. And I don't think there's anything that like poorly ages this movie. No, I. Your movie has some some words, some no no words in it for sure. Of yes. like, you don't call people that. You can't yes. say that anymore. Yes. This doesn't really do that. No. There's nobody that's like like okay. There's a couple like, we're horny jokes, but there's no like. No, I really enjoyed watching it, and I had not seen it since probably ninety nine or two thousand. I can't and i'm sure that i'm wrong i'm sure that i'm wrong but i cannot think of a movie that is maybe this underrated that is also aged this well yeah absolutely. i think most movies that age very well are like huge blockbusters like of course back to the future ages well because it's safe it's it's timeless it's just okay of course jurassic park ages well you know what i mean because no right. one no one's in jurassic park calling anyone else a slur like, because it's not a comedy. It's not trying right. to, it's not trying to be offensive or edgy. This never gets offensive. Nope. There's no like, I mean, it's 1999. There's no racial humor. Nope. There's no, look, this character's effeminate humor. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's one possible homophobic joke, but I don't even remember it if it, you know what I mean? Right. I think I remember hearing one thing going, eh. Um, this movie's awesome it was good this movie is incredible i have not seen this movie since oh west studi plays the sphinx loved i love west studi the native american gentleman uh yes. the sphinx wonderful yes. wonderful i expected something to happen with the sphinx yes i kind of like that nothing happens yes and that west studi just kind of becomes their like also like great character yes loved it um this movie is funny Yes. It's fun. Yes. Super underrated. Absolutely. Okay? And was a total flop in total the theaters. Total flop, which is wild because this movie gave us something that is often attributed to another movie. I don't know. But this movie gave us something. And I'll give you a hint. No, just tell me. It's a song. Somebody. Want... This is the oh. first appearance of the song All Star. The music video for All Star takes place at the party. When they're like doing the, the superhero auditions, uh -huh. it's that party. It's not from Shrek. Oh, wow. It's this movie. This came before Shrek, and this was the movie that like blew up All Star. Huh. And then, then it was just in everything. It was in Rat Race. It was in it was, it was in everything else. But it's like, it's a it's from Mystery Men. Wow. I didn't know that. Um, I, love, I love this movie because it parodies the superhero genre so well. But it also parodies the 90s superhero genre so well. Yes. A great riff on stuff like Blade and Spawn. And and this is, of course, before any major, like, 
superhero team-up movie? Right. X-Men had not come out yet. The Avengers are not for 20 years. <laughs> like, it is wild it that so this, good. like, is a ensemble action comedy about a group of superheroes because that does not happen again for years. Right. Um, I think everyone in this movie is perfectly cast. Absolutely. There's not one person I would change. Nope. Not a single cast member I would change. Nope. Um, so if, I'll I'll give you the I'll give you the the brief synopsis. Um, so okay, Mystery Men is a movie, which okay, it also feels like such a good parody of like Joel Schumacher Batman movies. Like it's just, it clearly perfectly parodies that like everything, and also was it called Champion City has such a '90s superhero vibe, which yes. is so funny because it's got that almost cyberpunky feel to it, like that like. Uh, Blade Runner, but not as dirty as Blade. You know what I mean? Like right, that, absolutely. like that weird. Like, where is this? Like, what is it? But it also feels like, like Joel Schumacher and even Tim Burton's Gotham City. Right. Like that weird out of time. Like, I'm not really sure what kind of. And I don't think I want to live is. there. Yeah. No, it feels scary. Uh, okay. Movie starts, which could feel like a '90s Batman movie, where it's a big, a big party. No CGI, by the way. No. That's all extras. That's all people they're paying for to be there. And one of the people is Tom Waits, which I was like, is that Tom Waits? Just I thought he was a cameo at first. I was like, he's just hanging out at this party? Like, is he Tom? I thought he was Tom Waits. Okay. Like, I didn't think he was a character. I thought it was Tom Waits playing Tom Waits. Right. So he goes to this party, or we're at this party, and then the red eyes, which was so funny, the red eyes take over. And then the mystery men, well, they're not the mystery men yet. It's the Blue Raja, which is Hank Azaria, the Shoveler, which is William H. Macy, and Mr. Furious come in, and they're trying to stop the the Red Eyes. And they're not bad at it, but they're also not good They're at not it. successful, too. They're much. not successful. Then Captain Amazing comes in, mm -hmm. and he kind of flies in. He's very much a pastiche of, like, Batman. Right. But or also Superman. Superman. Well, I mean, like, what I mean by that is, yes, he's like Superman in his whole, like, I can do anything and I'm great. But he's also, like, his costume looks like Joel Schumacher Batman. Yes. Like, anything, it's all but nippleless. You know what I mean? Like, it's, mm -hmm. it, but it also has uh, advertisers all over it, which is very funny yes. and very clever, uh, which actually is a thing that ends up happening to the DC character comic, uh, DC comic character, uh, Booster Gold. Booster Gold takes sponsorships. I guess huh. the whole – it's very clever. So uh, he comes and he stops him, and the Blue Raja's trying to talk to him. He's like, good job, little guy. Like, you know, totally blows him off. Patronizing. Yeah, patronizing. He sucks. Um, we we kind of start to realize he's not a bad guy. He's just like a jerk. Yeah. Like, he's a jerk. Like, he does – so the Blue Raja, the Shoveler, Mr. Fierce are trying to figure out how to really, you know – get up in the game and whatever while captain amazing is realizing i got my his sponsors are starting to dwindle because there's not really much for him to do anymore right so he which i really liked this plot point i thought this was super interesting he as his persona billionaire lancer of uh, bruce wayne yeah goes and essentially gets this guy who's like a criminal mastermind free so he can fight him again. Yes. Because he wants to fight him again. So he, so he tries to do that. The guy takes him over. And it's 
uh, was it Frankenstein? Casanova Frankenstein. Fun name. Yes. Super fun name. Such a great spooky name. Caf- Casanova Frankenstein. So it takes him, you know, you know oh, and Casanova Frankenstein kidnaps Captain Amazing. It's this whole thing where the three are trying to get a bigger team. So they, and they're auditioning all these other people. Um, the biggest laugh that I got in this movie for me, the okay. biggest, and it made me genuinely laugh and I was watching it last night at 1 a.m. Is when the Blue Raja goes home for the first time. Yes. And he's working and, he, and the whole time, the Blue Raja is talking like this. He's got this very, it, it, you know what it is? It's because he's been on The Simpsons for 100 years. He's doing a Professor Frank, but if, if he was British, it's just like his Professor Frank voice. I, It's almost like Jerry Lewis. Okay. It's like a British Jerry Lewis. Like they're like, oh, yes, I'm, I'm the Blue Raja. Like, and his mom comes into his room and is like, She's like, Jeffrey, why does your room smell like smoke? And he's like, Mom, like the incense, the reveal that he's not British right. is so funny. Oh, also the blue rod. So the whole thing is, I should clarify, Captain Amazing can do everything. Right. Now, ex- everything short of shoot lasers. He doesn't appear to have any powers. Right. Because he doesn't really do anything. He has like a jet pack and all that. He just He's like a Batman. Right. Blue Raja can throw forks and spoons. He refuses to throw knives because that's a whole different ball game. <laughs> the shoveler is just good with his shovel. And he hits people with it. And he it. hits people with his shovel. And Mr. Furious just gets mad. Yes, <laughs> he doesn't really. And then, ooh, he's getting angry. And it, it doesn't mean anything, which I think he is a very clever. He can do nothing clever, but get angry. Yeah, he just gets angry. Um, So, okay, so they're trying and they're, they get their team. They get the bowler. They get the spleen, who they don't like the spleen, but. Okay, Paul Rubens is great in this movie. Yeah, being a gross little weirdo. Yeah, and what's with the pimples? I don't understand. Yeah, they're gross because it's the '90s and we want to make him look gross and weird. And then he sucks with a lisp. Yeah, I don't know why. He because it, it's hey, we can get Paul Rubens make him weird. We can get this little weirdo like yeah, and the pull mic because in his big his big talent is he farts really badly. Yes, it's clever for the it's '90s. Funny. It's funny. You get Kel Mitchell as the invisible boy who can only turn invisible when no one's looking at him. Um, I also, okay, when I was watching this again, uh-huh. if I were to remake this movie, uh-huh. like, you know, I, everything is different, whatever, you change it. But, like, when, I knew he wasn't going to die, but when Ben Stiller goes off by himself at the beginning, is like, fine, I don't need you guys. Uh-huh. Like, because they're like, we have to go home. We have lives. I thought he was going to die. Oh, I was yeah. like, does Mr. Furious beef it right here? Like, is this just Ben Stiller's in and then he's out? Like, no, but it, it feels like he's about yeah, to. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. Uh, and I mean, this movie, okay, it's got a pretty, <laughs> it's got a pretty in-depth plot. Yes. For being a goofy comedy about superheroes, it's got a pretty solid plot. Like, it's, yes. it's a meaty plot. Yes. But it doesn't lose you. It's not Mm-mm. confusing. Mm-mm. It's they're not good enough, so they got to train. So they go, they find the Sphinx. The Sphinx helps them. They get better. They go try and take down uh, Casanova Frankenstein. Yes. Oh, they act. <laughs> they accidentally kill Captain Amazing. I know, and they fry him. And they it absolutely like, fry him, and it's really funny. And and I was like, oh, because he's being really mean to them. And he's like, you got to do this. You got to do that. It's his fault, by the way. Yes. It's 100% his fault because he's like, okay, now flip that switch. And like, okay, and they flip it. And he goes, okay, so once you, now flip that switch. And they're like, again? He's like, what do you mean again? It's like, you said flip it. You said flip that. Like, the, I was like paying attention. I'm like, oh, no, he's wrong. Yeah. 
Like, it's it's his fault because they're like, well, do I flip it again? He's like, why would you flip it again? Like, because you said flip it. Like, th- it's not a joke that they're misunderstanding him. He's just being rude. Right. Um. So they're fighting Casanova Frankenstein. You know, uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller kind of has this girlfriend that he kind of likes who's the waitress. And she's like, just be you. You don't got to be anyone else. And. It kind of almost takes over his persona. Like, he doesn't want to be Mr. Furious anymore. Claire Forlani. Yes. her name. I like her. And then he, and then at the end, she's kind of like, no, no. He's, because they're like, what are your names? He's like, I'm Roy. She's like, no, this is Mr. Furious. Yes. Like, and he's the, he's the best. And it's, so it's very sweet. It's very good. It's just wild to me. It's absolutely wild to me. How good of a parody this is of something that didn't exist yet. Yes. Because you could not make this movie today. And not in a not, oh, you couldn't make it today. But you couldn't make it today because it would just feel like a Marvel film. Right. It would just it would just feel like every Marvel movie. Right. Which is like it's superheroes, but funny and quirky. Like it 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 just wouldn't work because it's like, well, is this a parody? It just feels like it's trying to be Marvel. Right. Which also there's probably the strangest cameo in any movie on this list that we uh in this movie, the strangest cameo and I want to see if you noticed it. So in the scene where we're getting introduced to all the evil groups, which I was very fun to me. Yes. There's the not so goody mob and there's the you know, the like kabuki guys and then there's the, the girls with the with like the fur, like the sixties fur or whatever. And then there's the frat bros. Yes. Now, did you notice anything about the frat bros? There's there's an, a person in there. I did, but I don't remember who it was. So they so Casanova Frankenstein goes. I'm gonna show you guys something. Which Jeffrey Rush hamming it up in the best way. I was gonna say so good because he's very like. It kind of reminds me. This is gonna sound weird of Michael Keaton in uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, where like this is an insane movie. But he's or Michael Caine in Christmas Carol. I was like, or is this is an insane film? But he's playing it straight. He's a little, he's a little like wild. But that's because he's playing a comic book supervillain, right? Like it'd be weird if Jeffrey Rush, who is such a charism, like charismatic powerhouse, right, was toning it down. Yeah, it was like, mm, yes, yes. No, he's weird. He's eccentric. That's what makes him fun. Yes. Um. So one of the frat bros says, "Can we bring our brewskis?" And he goes, you can bring your brewskis. And they're like, yeah. So that's Michael Bay. Like Michael Bay, Michael Bay. Like Transformers, Michael Bay. yeah. No, then I didn't. (laughs) Wow. He's like a friend of the director of this. Never does anything again. I was wondering about that. Never does anything. Like, like, I think they go on and do like other small projects. Only title film they've ever done. It was good. It's so good. It's such a fun one. It's so much fun. It's just genuinely enjoyable. It, it's, it's, now here's my thing, and I was thinking about this. So if they were to do a sequel, of course it would have been them finding more lower superheroes, or now they're the big shots, so right. how do they handle being the big shots, whatever? Do they spin off and do their own? Like, it would almost be like, now what? So right, now, I love that. So now that we have all these fun. other teams. But I also was like, you know what else is like very popular is especially with superhero movies is be like, now I'm on my own. Everyone else is gone. 
like Logan. Okay, mm-hmm. Logan, the movie where it's like, oh, Hugh Jackman's all old and he's by himself now, and everyone else is like, <laughs> Logan, but it's Mr. Furious. Oh, that'd be fun. Where everyone else is gone, and they're, maybe they're dead or whatever, and it's just like, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's like, <coughs> why wouldn't we like you? Because I get angry. Like, you know, it, it's the very, like, the lone wolf kind of characters. Like, oh, I think Ben Stiller crushes it in this movie yeah they also wanted him for blue rasha and he was like i don't really want to play another nerdy guy right i want to play some i don't want to get typecast so right. i liked him and they were like okay yeah, mr furious i think he's great um i also like that none of them really have romantic chemistry with uh janine garofalo right the spleen has a crush on her but that's as far as it goes right she never really returned it it, it it's just, it's like, you don't have to include a female character just as a love interest. Right. She and that's can stand not what on she, her own. Yeah, and she, and really she does. does. She saves the day. Yes. My favorite thing is, who's in the bowling ball? So she has a bowling ball because she's the daughter of Carmine the Bowler, which... Yes. This stuff is like, yes, there's a comic this is based on, but it's like so... It's almost in name only. Okay. Like there's like three characters that cross over and they're not really anything like they're I think it's the shoveler, Mr. Furious, and one other character cross like it's not it's not even close. Oh, the spleen. It's Mr. Furious, the shoveler, and the spleen. The only characters that are from the comic. Okay. But so they build this backstory for Janine Garofalo, how she's the daughter of Carmine the Bowler. Yes. And we're just supposed to and we're just like, oh yeah. Because it's even built with more exposition, the disco guys killed her dad. Yes. <laughs> okay. When she talks about her dad and how they ruled in an accident, yes. it's really funny. Well, yes. Fell down an al- elevator shaft onto a bunch of bullets. <laughs> it's like, okay, he was shot mm-hmm. to death. Yes. But the, the cops or whatever are being paid off. To, oh, yeah, he fell onto those bullets. <laughs> Right, but I love that she talked to him all the time. Yeah, he talks it, back, and he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he is some, like, Dad. He has some bad opinions. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, there's a there's a joke where the dad makes, which we don't hear. Right. She goes, no, he's not a commie or, or like some out-of-date, not-okay thing to use for, for gay people. Uh, but it's not even like a slur. I think it's just like, ooh. Yeah. You can't. You don't ask like that. Um yeah, I mean, there there's so many ways you could have done a sequel. I was watching something that was, like, talking about this movie, and it was like, things you didn't know about Mystery Men. Yes. Okay, there's another movie in the similar vein Okay. of this kind of movie that's a parody of another major kind of franchise. Or not franchise, but just style of films that comes out very similar to this. Okay. But it explodes while this movie gets left in the dust. It came out two years before this. Okay. Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Austin Powers explodes. This Burp. dies out. I just. <sighs> if you haven't seen it, you should really see it. It's, it's really fun. fun. It's like genuinely like I can't stress this enough. And I have this weird thing that I love about this movie. And this is going to sound so strange. Hmm. William H. Macy is in a uh, is in a inner inner relational interracial relationship mm-hmm. and it's not talked about at all and it doesn't matter uh-uh. it's not played for a joke it's not it's just like i'm like that doesn't as somebody who, who comes from that i'm like thank you you can just have it and it's, i like that actress too yeah but it's so like 
often played for jokes mm-hmm. or like, oh, look, the white guys, the, the black kids. Who cares? Right. You can just have an interracial relationship that doesn't matter. Right. Like it shouldn't be this like funny or weird thing. Right. Absolutely. But ever rarely does it even happen in film. It's just like the white people steal the white people and everyone else stays with their own. And But it's like for this, it was like, oh, cool. It was not played as a joke. It wasn't, wasn't like mentioned, like you said. No, but it, there wasn't like a reveal of like the turnaround, like, huh? Like, no. He just his wife is African American and his kids are mixed. Cool, great. Yeah. Uh, no, I I love this movie, and I'm uh, time to rate it. Yes. That's is the tough part. Okay. I love it. Okay. Do I love it that much? I do. <sighs> I think it's a buy it. I do too. I th- I think Mystery Men is a buy it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just so interesting because it it's this is going to sound so nerdy. Is it does what I feel like Marvel movies try to do sometimes or like being so funny but also being good superhero movies. I think this does this better than mm-hmm. some of the Marvel movies that rely on their humor. I think this does it better mm-hmm. than Thor Ragnarok and uh, Guardians 2. Okay. But this doesn't feel like a parody of Marvel as much as it would feel like a parody of DC. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Like, it Absolutely. doesn't feel like a Marvel parody. It feels like a Batman kind of, like, goot take on it. Or, or like, if, yeah, it feels like that kind of parody. Right. More than, like, a Marvel movie. Absolutely. Because I, no one really ha- – I mean, some characters have powers, but no one's, like – no one's got the stereotypical power set of being invincible with the laser eyes and you can fly. Right. Like, there's none of that. But nope. That also is fine. Right. Yeah, give it a buy it. Me too. So, all right, we have a Facebook page. Kid Testing Mother Brood on Facebook. We have a Twitter. KTMA Show at Twitter. We have an email. KTMA Show at gmail.com. We have uh, Discord. It's in the notes. Discord's in the notes. And um, we have merchandise, teepublic.com. Teepublic.com slash KTMA Show. And if you'd like to sponsor our podcast, that's patreon.com slash KTMA Show. That's it. All right, our next segment is Look at Me All Professional. <laughs> what have you been watching? What have you been watching, buying, reading, smelling, drinking, looking at? Okay. You go first because I, I had a tab open for the movies that I was going to leave, and then I realized that I've been using that tab to Google all this other stuff, so I just have to keep pressing the back button. But okay. I got it, but you can still go first. What have you been watching? I don't have – Um. so I'm still watching wrestling mm-hmm. on Peacock. I'm yeah. on – let me think. February of 1996. Okay. I am still, I'm also watching current wrestling. So I'm watching WWE Raw on Monday nights, mm-hmm. SmackDown on Friday nights, I'm trying to get into the NXT, sure. which is the up and coming, sure. kind of like the minor leagues of the yeah. WWE. Why not? So I watched that. I also, last couple weekends ago, maybe it was just, you know, it was a couple weekends ago, I needed something sure. that had a long, like a bunch of seasons. I didn't want four episodes, eight episodes. I needed something long. Yeah. So I'm now watching Heartland. What's Heartland? Heartland is basically a soap opera, but it's clean. Nobody swears or sleeps together, but it's kind of like implied. Um, but you don't see it. And it's about horses. It's about this young girl who loses her mom. To a horse? No. Well, oh. <laughs> she, they were trying to to st- kind of a, to a rescue an abused horse. Okay. And then it's a terrible storm, and the horse gets spooked in the in the trailer, and the truck goes down a ravine. 
Sure. Mom dies. Teenage girl does not. Okay. So there's a teenage girl and then an older sister who comes back from New York. There's a pretty big age gap. And then they they live with the grandpa who's really not that old. I mean, the actor now is only 62. Strange. But it's fine. You like him. And you said this is Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman? No, it's not even the same. It's Heartland. (laughs) It has 15 seasons. Woof. Yeah, when so this I'm, come out, I've never even heard of this show. It's a Canadian show, so there's That's a why. lot of Canadian Hallmark stars in it. Of course. You know who else is in it? Who? I'm looking at this girl, and she's playing a girlfriend, and she's a cowgirl, and she's a barrel rider. And I'm, Who is this? Who is this? She-Hulk. Tatiana Maslany? Yes. No way. Yes. Tatiana Maslany Heartland? I'm yes. Look it up. Yes, it's her, but young. So you figure this year they just released the 16th season, but it's on Up, and I don't have Up, but I'm only on. Up is. It's just a fairly clean station. Oh, my gosh, yeah. She's like a kid. How funny. Yeah, and it was because I'm in season three, midway, almost through season three, and she's in it, and she's young. Mm. So it's a good show. (laughs) I Google Tatiana Maslany Heartland. Okay, people also ask. Was Tatiana Maslany on Heartland? What happens to Kit in Heartland? Don't tell me. Well, I'm not clicking it. Okay, this one says, how long is Kit on Heartland? Oh, like, how long is the character? I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. Why don't you ask a couple of seasons. Was she Hulk in Heartland? No. (laughs) But like, like somebody can't remember her name. Right. So like, she Hulk. Was she Hulk in this show? Oh, yeah. Let's see, just really quick. Uh, It's like, yes. the former actor on Heartland for th- for a certain number of seasons is now She-Hulk. Um, but yeah, so that's her because you can just. But she is young, and all the kids. What's What's interesting? So I'm watching it on Netflix. I'm in season three, like I said. But they're showing you. You know how when you poke it, and mm-hmm. it shows you a picture of the show. The main character and. The boyfriend are in their they're older now because it's probably like season 14 or 15 of the picture. Sure. So Netflix only has it to season 15 and then I'll have to find it. But it's going to take me forever. So I figure by the time I hit I, I hit season 15, then season 16 will be available. Sure. So that's really fun. The other thing I watched was Renfield. Yeah. Renfield. 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 So, Renfield. Renfield. I, Renfield. Okay, so Renfield. this stop. This is Nicholas Cage as Dracula. Ten out of ten. Um, it was good. Well, okay. I did really like it. Specifically, Nicholas Cage as Dracula. So good. Ten out of ten. Because I'm not a big Nicholas Cage fan, and I thought he played it so well. A little hammy, but he should have. But apparently, he was doing something. Uh, so, uh, Ben Schwartz, who's in this movie with him, yes. And I'm pretty sure this is where this quote's from, said that they were trying to get him to do something. And they're like, well, could you, you know, do it like like this way? And he goes, oh, you want full cage. <laughs> and like, yes. Yes. We and want then, full cage. And then the guy who plays Renfield. Nicholas Holt. Right, who was in Warm Bodies. Yes. Yes, because I recognize him. He's gotten mm-hmm. older too, haven't we all? Yes. He is supposedly in the running for Superman, for the to be the new Superman. Huh, that would be okay. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't hate that. Is this movie for children? No. no, no. I'm just saying because, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, okay. No, 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 no. It's a hard R, I think. Oh, yeah. and the, It's violent. The violence is overly violent. Yeah. So I didn't see a lot of it because mm-hmm. I don't, I close my eyes. Language is pretty rough. Mm-hmm. 
But it was I liked the parts I saw with my eyes open. Yeah. So it was it was good. It's fun, it's weird, it's goofy. It will get forgotten about. Yeah. And I don't think it did super well. No. But I thought it was really fun. Okay, I watched Avatar, <laughs> The Way of Water. <laughs> I made it an hour and 16 minutes. Yeah. It's, uh... So boring. And, you know, I love movies, and so I'm sitting mm-hmm. here going, okay, I have, I'd rather clean the bathroom than watch this movie. Yeah, it's so, so boring. So boring. I didn't even make it all the way through. And then American Ninja Warrior's back on, which I do love. You do love it. And I think that's about it. Uh, I watched Into the Spider... No, Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. 10 out of 10. Great. 10 out of 10. You want to talk about awesome film that does Easter eggs for its fans and for Spider-Man heads, but also does just a genuinely beautiful movie. Okay. Because it's, it's animated. Right. But, you, I mean, every world... Spoiler, they go to different worlds. It doesn't matter. Right. I mean, that's not a spoiler. But like every single world that you see in this movie is animated differently and animated in a beautiful and interesting way. Huh. Like when they you see Gwen Stacy's world, it's almost like watercolor and it melts. And like when she's arguing with her dad, the colors behind her are pink and the colors behind her dad are blue. And when they kind of, re, you know, reconcile or whatever, it's purple. Like it, it's very beautiful. And then you go to Pravateer Parkahar, I think is his name, Indian Spider-Man, in Mumbatan, which is a combination of Mumbai and Manhattan. It's beautiful there. Everything looks so good. You get Hobie Brown, Spider-Punk, who's the 60... I've never seen either of those movies. What? The first... You gotta watch the first one. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. Anyway. You gotta watch Sorry, them. I mean you gotta, interrupt you. You gotta watch, you gotta watch Into the Spider-Verse, because okay. it's amazing. Uh this, these movies are so good. And this animation style, this, I was talking to a coworker about this. We are at a point with regular live action movies. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get any better. Okay. Visually. Nothing is going to happen that is going to visually stun you because now you can do everything with, with CGI. Mm-hmm. Avatar, maybe? It's mm. impressive that that's all fake, but like it's boring. It's not interesting. Mm-mm. But we won't get another Jurassic Park. What I mean by that is something that makes you go, "What? Mm-hmm. How is this done? This looks real. Like that is real. That's not CGI. Like now it's just oh, we can just CGI everything. Mm-hmm. Animation is, I think, where we're at now, where we go, "Wow, look at that. This is clearly inspiring more movies. Mm-hmm. Like the new Ninja Turtles very clearly is kind of inspired by this kind of art style. Okay. Of the blocky, the movie, every, I mean, you could, yeah, like every so. frame that you pause these movies could be up, could be ha- hung in your wall. Wow. It's, you gotta watch, you gotta watch Into the Spider-Verse. It's so good. It's hard to find. Is it? It used to be like rentable. Um, yeah, I just don't want to pay because I'm cheap. That's fair. Uh, yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I also watched season three of I Think You Should Leave. I Think You Should Leave is a anthology sketch show by Tim Robinson on Netflix uh, where essentially it's just sketches that are just very weird. The whole premise is that the reason it's called I Think You Should Leave because every sketch has someone where you're like, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> like, you should not. And that's not like a setup of like, who's the one who shouldn't be here? Like, it's just like, Someone awkward, somebody weird. Like, what? Like, oh boy. In, like, season one, there's a sketch where a giant hot dog car drives through a store window. 
mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my gosh, who did this? And there's a man in a hot dog costume. like, we need to figure out who did this. Like, who, which one of you did this? And everyone's like, I think it was you. And he's like, why would it be me? Maybe I just like these colors. <laughs> like, and it's very clearly, it's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I like Tim Robinson and I think that he's talented and I think he's done some very funny things. I did not love season three on my first watch, but like the more that I've watched other mm-hmm. stuff, there is one of the s- sketches I'll send to you. It's pay it forward. It's one of the biggest ones. So he goes to a drive through and he goes, Hey, and you know what? I'd like to pay for the guy behind me. Uh, maybe he can pay it forward too. It's like, Oh, okay. And then he speeds out of the drive through. Okay. Speeds out and ru- speeds to the other side of the, the restaurant and you're like okay like what's going on and his other car's trying to pull in and he's screaming at them i'm doing something let me in let me in i'm doing something i'm doing something and the lady's like freaked out and he drives past her and he gets to the gets to the thing like hi i can help you he goes 55 burgers 55 fries 55 tacos 100 100 tater tots 100 pizzas 100 milkshakes and this he goes okay that'll be 680 dollars okay and he goes to he drives up and then there's like a truck in front of him going to pay and then you see the truck look behind and the guy gets out of the car and he's like, oh, geez. Oh, no. And he like rolls his window up. And then the guy's like at his car, like, I'm not paying that. I'm not paying that for you. Like, and he goes, you have to. The guy before you paid for yours. So you have to pay for mine. And he's like, you were the guy before. And then the lady who he was like arguing with pulls in behind him and is like what's going on what's the hold up and he's like this guy's trying to do a pay it pay it forward chain and so she backs up to the to the order thing goes 55 burgers 55 fries <laughs> that's funny so it's, it's, now you don't need to send it to me yeah well that's good it, it ends weird but um yeah all he's it's just weird it's different it's very fun um i also watched season i don't know six is season six of black mirror could be six, could be I five. I tried to start watching it was, yeah. Joan is Awful? Is that the yeah, one you watched? Yeah, I, I, oh, I didn't like so it. it's so good. Uh-uh. See, I don't, I don't do scary too much. But it's not It's not scary. It's weird. Yeah, I don't like weird. It's, so. it's, okay. So I used to dunk on Black Mirror because it was like, what if your phone was the bad guy? That felt like every premise was like, but the phone's evil. So we know. Well, it's, and people are like, well, it's called Black Mirror, Ruben. That's a reference to phones. Like, that's why they're called that. They're Black Mirrors. And I'm like. Yeah, but, like, does every single episode need to be like, oh, it's bad. Like, we know. Can it be something good? Can it just be not just the modern technology? Mm-hmm. As far as I know, in this new season, only one episode takes place in the modern era. Okay. And the season finale was actually, I guess, a backdoor pilot to another kind of series they wanted to do called Red Mirror. Okay. Because it's like a, it says Black Mirror Presents, you know, a Red Mirror production. And that one has no technology in it at all. It's mm. just not about technology. It's like this weird kind of like, it's like a a demon thing happens, but mm. but not not in that way. Not in like Ugh. like in a in a uh, in a. This is gonna sound so dumb. In a Twilight Zoney kind of way. Okay. Where you're just like, okay, I'm on board. Like, okay, where are we not less Exorcist and more. This is gonna sound weird too. Clarence from uh, Is a Wonderful Life. Okay. Where it's like they just show up and they're like, here's what you got to do. Okay. Like you started this thing. Here's how we have to finish it. Okay. Um, But yeah, I really liked this season. Um, I think my favorite episode was probably Joan is Awful. That was an incredible episode. Uh, 
woman goes throughout her day, goes home, comes home, goes to watch Netflix with her. But it's not Netflix. It's Streamberry. Goes to watch Streamberry with her partner. And uh, he's, he's like her fiance or something. And they're like, whoa, that character looks like you. And like, yeah, but that's Salma Hayek. Like, yeah, but she's like dressed what you wore to work today. And she's like your hair. And they watch the first episode. And it's a and everybody can see it. It's just all over. Like everybody that we have seen throughout the day, like her day, mm-hmm. it, we, we get hints that they're watching it. Ooh. So everybody sees her whole day and it's all this. And it's so it's very interesting. It gets really weird and really meta, but it's super fun. I love that the first episode of a Netflix show is like, what if we were garbage? Um, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. I've uh, been playing a lot of Zelda still. I think that's it. I think that's all I've been watching and all right. enjoying. So what's our theme for next week? Our theme for next week is outdoor movie night. Yes. I don't have a fun name for it. It's just an outdoor movie night because it's summer's coming up. And so this is movies that you would love to go watch outside and just like have a big kind of outdoor thing with. I'm almost thinking, like, you know how they show movies, like, for us, it's they show movies in the Santa Cruz Beach. Yes. Like, it's that. What would be good for that? Um, yes. Do you want to go first? I have three. I, I used to have, have four. I got rid of one. Now I have three. Okay. So I have three also. Go for it. 1995. Okay. 1993. Okay. 1986. I tried to find something modern, but I couldn't think of anything. 1995, 1993, 1986? Yes. Let's do 1993. Okay. So mm-hmm. 1995 mm-hmm. is, you didn't pick it, the original Jumanji. Ooh. That have we done the original Jumanji? I, I couldn't remember. So that was the yeah, one Yeah, that's a good sure. one that I don't know if we've done. Okay. 1986 mm-hmm. is Ferris Bueller. We've got to have done Ferris Bueller. I don't think so. We haven't done Ferris Bueller? I don't think so. But what we, what we are going to do. Yeah. 1993, and I don't think we've done this one because it's not one of my Finding favorites. Finding Nemo. <laughs> Sandlot. I don't think I've ever seen Sandlot from start Have to finish. Have we done the Sandlot? I've never seen that, it start to finish. Do you know what upsets me? Uh, pollution? You were, no. You were able to name three solid films that I genuinely don't know if we've done, and that's wild to me because it's like, they seem like movies we would have done already. Yeah, but I don't think we, we have. have not done the Sandlot. Uh-uh. Like I can guarantee we haven't done the yeah, Sandlot. Like I said, I've never seen it. Yeah. All the way. I'm just not a big fan. And that's what came up. Remember I told you one of my coworkers mm-hmm. was helping me. And I said, outdoor movie night. She absolutely said right away, Sandlot. I'm like, I don't really like I that I love though that we have very different movies. Good. Now, so I have. Okay. I have 1987. Okay. Uh, 2003. Okay. Or 2018. 1987. You sure? 2013. 2018, do you mean? 2018. Okay. You are not, you did not pick 2003's School of Rock. Okay. Fun. Fun. But again, we haven't done School of Rock. Right. That feels like a I us feel like movie. we have. We that. haven't. Wow. Because I haven't watched it since I was a kid. Okay. Uh, you did, you were about to pick and then you changed your mind. And I think this is good. I think this is good that you didn't pick this. Yeah. You did not pick 1987's The Lost Boys. Oh, I was going to put that on the list, too. I yeah. love that movie. Really? I do. I This feels like a movie I just assumed you would hate. I love this movie. It's very scary, but I love it. Yes. So you didn't pick School of Rock. You didn't pick Lost Boys. You did pick 2018, starring Jake Johnson, Haley Steinfeld, Nicolas Cage, John Mulaney, Shamik Moore, 
you are watching Into the Spider-Verse. No way. <laughs> no way. That's great. When you're like, I've never seen that. And I'm like, why did I not put Into the Spider-Verse on my list? So I just swapped it in my list. I took, uh, I don't even I couldn't tell you what I just took off. But yeah, so I slid it in there. Because I was like, but when I ha- I kept Lost Boys. and Oh, I took out Game Night. I don't think I've ever seen that one it's either. It's a fun one too, but it's also like a nighttime movie. So I'm like, I don't know if that one would work. Right. I took out, because I had five at one mm-hmm. point, Better Off Dead. Yeah, Because I course. do love that you're one. Trying to, you're trying to sneak that one in. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. And Say Anything. That actually, when you look, when you Google outdoor movies. We've actually, done Say Anything. Have, I, that's what I thought. Because I, I have watched the movie with the boombox. I'm like, yes. that's what this is? Because it's Peter Gabriel's in your eyes. And yes. I don't think I ever knew that before yes. I watched so the that's movie. That's what I was kind of thinking we had done it. But it just yeah. came up and I love John Cusack. But that also was like, I almost want to say that was a double digits movie. That we did it, you mean? Yeah. Like, okay. I, I think that was like... A long time ago. Um, okay, so I'm gonna watch Into the Spider Verse, which I'm really excited about. Yes, and I'm. We're also doing. What am I Sandlot. watching? Oh, again. So it's Wait two a minute. movies. <laughs> what? Well, what would the combined name of this one be? Into the Sandlot. Into the Sandlerverse, which is just my oh, other yeah, podcast. The, yeah, Into the Sandverse. Not yeah. yeah. Well, Sandal because it's Sandlot. Sandlot. Oh, got it. Um. So two movies I haven't seen, which is yes. kind of fun. I think you are gonna like Spider Man. I, I, I really interested. think you're gonna and like then, it. And then, and I think, I think that one time I went to an event, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a chaperone, and it was an outside movie, and it was the Sandlot. But I didn't watch it all the way Sandlot, through. I, I know there's a big dog, isn't there? A big dog. There's a big dog. And a little nerdy boy. Yes. Do you, you know what other movie I almost put on? But again, little I'm, nerdy boy. Isn't he a little nerdy boy? Do you mean Squints? Yeah. With Wendy Peppercorn. There you go. Oh, yeah, in the pool. Yeah. Okay, I said you remember that scene. Little nerdy boy. Is it? Is it well, yeah, whatever. Anyway, the other one I was going to add, but again, I'm... Yeah, we had 100 movies. Just, yeah. Um, Angels in the Outfield. That's hard to find. Is it? That's hard to find. That's not a joke. Because it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm going to watch Angels in the Outfield. Not on Disney+. Plus. Wow. It's also something you kind of think that they would have redone by now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of feels... Like it should have been remade. Yeah. Uh, doesn't oh. Tony Danza die of cancer off screen in that movie? I don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it's it. It's like the last game and Christopher Lloyd's like, he's about, he, this is it, <laughs> by the way. The kid's like, what? what? He's like, yeah, he's not, he doesn't do well after this. And the kid's like, what are you, why are you telling me this? <laughs> exactly. So, all right. So into the Spider-Verse and the Sandlot. Into the Sandlot-verse. So, all right. Bye, everybody. Bye.